At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It's our final hour of Live Bet Sunday, a week exactly away from Selection Sunday, as we're breaking down all the angles for conference tournament betting here on VSEN. We're presented by BetMGM as we conclude our show with one final hour, breaking down all the big conference tournaments ahead of their starts here in a couple of days. I'm Ben Wilson back at the South Point Sportsbook Studios in Vegas. Danny Burke with me from Chicago. Before we get into our full deep dives, Danny will cover all the major power conferences this hour for the breakdowns as far as futures go. You are sweating out one more bet. Would not be a final hour of the show without a sweat here, DB. So Celtics and Knicks tie game 104-104 with three minutes to go. How are you feeling here on your Celtics money line bet? Well, yeah, you know, it's the one game, but I got several bets still happening because I got the Celtics money line. I got Celtics plus five and a half. I've got Robinson <laughs> over nine and a half boards at plus 106. The dude's been stuck at nine since midway through the third. Uh, Marcus Smart over one and a half three point field goals made at minus 125. He's one of seven, just missed a wide open three. He missed Didn't another. even hit the rim. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, not even close. It was a nightmare. Like, that would have been perfect especially because it's aiding to the Celtics or if you miss Robinson gets the rebound. Nah, of course not. So we're sweating this one out. And uh, if you see me glancing over, that's why literally the worst outcome, just an air ball that hits the baseline. All right, Robinson no, rebound. There Robinson we go. Re- right. As we said, all right, it. All right. <laughs> we can, we can, yes, we can exhale. Uh, and you and the Grayson Allen prop. I set you up with that. Uh, that cat yes, well. nailed so, that one. Uh, you're, you're, you. you're guaranteed a couple of winners tonight. In the NBA, which is certainly nice. The one I'm, I'm tracking. I, I said earlier in the show, lay six and a half. Uh, with Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, mm-hmm. in the one verse, uh, I think that's the yeah the the one verse seven matchup in the Sun Belt semifinals, uh, and the Raging Cajuns taking on Texas. Or sorry, this is the two verse eleven matchup in the semifinals. Raging Cajuns were laying six and a half, and ended up getting as high as seven. They're up forty two twenty eight right now in the second half. Texas State trying to win a fourth straight game in four days, while UL Lafayette had gotten a buy into the quarters. One in blowout fashion yesterday. Felt like there was a that was a significant rest edge and a significant mismatch on paper. So raging Cajuns looking good so far. Uh, that's the one night game I'll be tracking here in the final hour. But speaking of the college basketball, Danny, let's get into our conference tournament previews. We talked Big Twelve last hour. Let's start this hour with the Big East, uh, where you have four four different teams who will get that buy into the quarterfinals this year. Actually, three because of the way the Big East is set up. You get only the top three with buys in the quarters. UConn, who's the four seed, will have to play Providence in a 4-5 matchup in the first round there. So kind of a unique Big East feel with how their bracket sets up. 
UConn is the favorite at 2-1. to one. You bet on UConn yesterday, Danny, so we'll see how you uh, look to approach this. Uh, then it's Marquette and Creighton as the dual, dual second choices at about 3-1 to one with Marquette, the regular season champ. You also have Creighton in the mix as the three seed. Xavier also involved as well. As I uh, update the odds here uh, with the Big East Conference Tournament, Xavier at plus 550 as the two seed. But it's uh, UConn, Marquette, Creighton, Xavier. Then there's all teams at double-digit odds. Danny, uh, what stands out to you here in this Big East bracket? I'm still looking over. Marcus Smart, another missed three, by oh, the way. God. So I had to quickly update that. Come on. But no, <laughs> but Ben, uh, you're right. Look, UConn treated me well last night. We've looked at their metrics, considered all their stats, incredibly efficient team on both ends of the floor. Is it warrant you taking just two to one somewhere around there? What I'm seeing at DraftKings? Eh, probably not. Again, maybe because they're so short a team that I'm just going to be looking to take on a game to game basis, perhaps roll it over if anything like that, because it is still a very competitive conference here. I know Wes mentioned a team like Villanova at 10 to one. Not sure I can get there with a team like Nova uh, Creighton at three to one. Yes, people have talked about them as high as 30 to one to win the championship, and they have all of those aspirations and they can be that good. I just don't know if they're effectively going to get there, especially in this tournament against familiar squads. Providence, I don't really care to take a flyer on. So if I had to go for middle of the pack, I think Xavier's maybe got to be that team, Ben, at plus 550. Mm. I think the value is right. I think they're good enough to get in position to at least, again, making you a profit potentially on that number. But overall, is this a conference that I want to just bet right now with one team? Probably not. But again, Xavier might be the team if you feel so inclined that I would direct you toward. Yeah, I've, I've just been concerned with Xavier's inconsistencies on a defensive end. I realize that's not a shocking statement to make when you have Sean Miller as the head coach. Great offensive team, fast tempo. But through the back half of the Big East season, it seemed like teams started to catch on to what Xavier wanted to do and were able to get away from just playing those blind, fast tempo, up and down games trying to take advantage more in those half-court sets of Xavier's weakness on the defensive end. Xavier, one of the worst three-point defensive teams in the country, which would concern me about them in, uh, in this particular position. So I would not be on Xavier. I would actually look, I would look for Creighton as much as I know we say that's a you know, popular, popular selection here is the number three seed. A, I want to stay away from the Marquette-UConn side of the bracket. Marquette's the one seed. You look at the bracket right now, they'll face the winner of St. John's Butler. Should be a win for Marquette in the 1-8. Then they'll get the winner of UConn-Providence, where you'd figure UConn advances. I just want to stay on the opposite side of the bracket. Getting uh, Creighton, yes, that's a, a scary matchup against likely Villanova in the 3-6. A team that's played much better under first-year head coach Kyle Neptune. But Creighton, historically, under Greg McDermott, has played really, really well in the Big East tournament. They've made the championship game in the last two seasons Remember, they had that blowout loss to Georgetown and a crazy upset two years ago that got the Hoyas into the tournament for the NCAAs. And then last year, lost a grinded-out affair to Villanova in the title game. But getting a price of 3-1, to one, I would like to take a team I feel confident in getting to the finals. And I like the way Creighton matches up with Xavier just in general, how Creighton blew out Xavier the last time the two teams played by 17 at home. And that was where the defensive issues of Xavier really reared their ugly head on the road. And a game where Creighton even struggled by their standards from three, only hit eight of 21 from three and still scored 80 points with ease. So I realize that might be a popular selection, but Creighton is the team that has traditionally played really, really well in a venue like Madison Square Garden. Their game translates pretty solidly, and we've sure. seen flashes out of the Blue Jays. It, this, this could very well be a tournament where it comes together. Not so sure about the NCAA tournament, Danny, but for the Big East, <laughs> would make a lot of sense if Creighton won three straight. Well, in the way you put it, we've seen flashes. That's the key word, flashes. This team is capable of being the best in the conference without question. They're capable of making a run probably in the big dance. Yeah, that wouldn't shock anybody, but you got to make a statement here. You got to get that little spark to get you ready for it. So I got you there. I, you know, three to one, maybe not the most attractive, but good enough from probably what you're arguing based on what their ceiling is and how they typically play with your head coach. It's also really, you know, an important handicap, which of course I know a lot of people recognize, but maybe some people not as much that the coaching really comes down to the wire because again, you're going up against familiar foes. You know their strategies, you know their game plans. You have to know how to counter that. And McDermott in these type of settings has fared pretty well. So I got what you're going with there, my mm -hmm. man. I like it. I, I don't hate that idea. If anybody's telling me they're taking Creighton, 
It's just they have been a little bit up and down, but yeah. who knows? This could be time for them to finally pick it up, Ben. No, look, win six games to start the year, including neutral site wins over Arkansas and Texas Tech. Lose six straight. I mean, yeah, there have been ups and downs for Creighton. Uh, but in, in general, a team that is a projected six seed in the bracketology kind of feels like one of those teams, Danny, that win, you know takes care of business against, business against a trendy 11 seed and then struggles against a defensive stalwart. Right now, the bracketology has Creighton against uh, Kansas State if K-State ends up on the three-seed line. That would not be a good matchup, I don't think, for, uh, for Creighton with the, way, with the way K-State just plays stifling defense and uh, limits you on the glass. So that's just kind of looking forward on Creighton. But that is the team I would look for in the Big East. So thinking Creighton at 3-1, to one, Danny looking Xavier. And that is a better, a better number right now, which is pulling that up plus 550 for Xavier, at least if you're going off of the, uh, the DraftKings odds. Let's go back quick to the NBA because the Knicks have the ball up by one here, Danny. 17 seconds left. Uh, you at least got your Mitchell Robinson prop home. Got his 10 rebounds. Marcus Smart um, cash too, baby. Oh, he hit a three? Really? So he hit it when they were down 111 to 107. They were scrambling. He finally knocked one wow. down in the corner. So we got home with the props. Uh, we're hoping to get home with Celtics plus five and a half, ideally money line. But yeah, I'm not going to try to get too greedy at that point. We're <laughs> hoping were, for the best. If I were to have told you pregame that Marcus Smart would take 10 three-point attempts and you were, <laughs> you were playing over one and a half threes, you, what, in what quarter would you have thought that would have cashed? The, what, the second, the third, maybe? I mean, the fact yeah, that he came in the final minute. Yeah, the beginning of the fourth, right? <laughs> so nuts. So insane that that's how that worked out. Two, ha, have a day efficiency-wise, Marcus Smart. Two of 10 from three. <laughs> three of 12 from the field overall. Uh, no surprise that Jason Tatum has been monstrous tonight. 34 points, eight boards. Jalen Brown, 26 and eight. He's now back into the fold after missing a couple of games for Boston. But Knicks and Knicks might make this nine in a row. Julius Randle makes both free throws, and it's 113-110 Knicks. Timeout Celtics with 16.2 to play. Uh, this would send some shockwaves to Danny throughout the NBA, and it would also extend the Milwaukee Bucks' lead to a game and a half on Boston for the number one seed, where entering today, the two teams, you can bet conference seeding, and like at DraftKings, Bucks and Celtics were each minus 110 to get the number one overall seed. Uh, this, even though there's still a lot of basketball still to be played, this would put a big dent into Boston's hopes there. Yeah, for sure. And again, this is kind of in, they're showing the standings right now on the screen. And we were talking with Rick Campbell about this of NBA uh, or Sirius XM NBA radio. And Amal Shaw and I were doing it the other week and talking about home court advantage and, you know, who you may trust instead of Boston. And look, obviously the answer then would be Milwaukee. Rick's concerns were, well, Chris Middleton, how productive is he going to be? And then if Milwaukee can claim that home court advantage, because you would imagine that it would be so much more crucial for Milwaukee to claim it versus Boston. Maybe not that much bigger, but you probably fear Milwaukee playing on the road versus Boston a tad more, wouldn't you, Ben? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the way, with the way Milwaukee plays on both ends with just elite defense, I Certainly would when you, you think about the matchups that that could potentially bring. Uh, look, the Knicks, though, it's, as we discussed earlier, is that a team that, like, is this, is this just a hot streak? Are they at the peak of their market value? Uh, or could it be a team that, uh, that is legitimately for real? I kind of lean to the former, Danny, but every, I know, this is one of those games that tells you a lot about a team. You can go into Boston, win without your best player in Jalen Brunson. That's what the Knicks are 16 seconds away from doing. So we'll update you on that next if they're able to get the job done. Boston inbounding with 16 seconds to go down by three right now. We'll also get our deep dive into the Pac-12 conference tournament when we return. And, wow, I can't really. Boston, they get an and one. Let's go. Danny Burke getting all the breaks tonight here on Live Bet Sunday. We'll come back with more right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. 
Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I cannot believe that defensive strategy from the New York Knicks, Danny Burke. What are you doing? And one, Jalen Brown gets it and the foul, and Boston forces overtime. Also, they get a strip of Julius Randle with two seconds to go. The Celtics do Brown had a pretty good look, actually, at a half-court heave as time expired. Uh, but we go to overtime, 113-113. That late sequence gets the game to go over. So you're going to cash now all numbers regardless after the money did come to the under after opening 226 and a half once you get a singular point in this overtime period. And, Danny, I got to say, you have, what, Celtics plus five and a half and Celtics money line in game, and you already cashed two player props. The odds of the Celtics winning this game by seven in overtime and just covering all pregame numbers, I have to say, are uh, astronomical with the way the Knicks just botched the end of that regulation. And here we go. Marcus Smart right on cue. Drains a three. Guy's been horrible all night. Jeez. That would have been funnier if that was like the shot that clinched Marcus Smart going over one and a half. (laughs) Because I did pot it. I'm like, look, at this point, the chance of getting it is if we get the overtime. But you know if you're sitting on this Knicks ticket, Ben, we've seen this story so many times. You are feeling terrified right now. That foul at the end of the game, you cannot have that. When he's going for a two and you're up three, just atrocious defense. Overtime where underdogs and unders go to die. You're already down three. You missed another shot. Look, there's still plenty of time, but this is typically how it goes. Uh, yeah, could end up being very fortunate in this game, Ben. Just uh, yep. sometimes the chips fall your way. Can't say I necessarily deserved it, but it's been a heck of a performance so you'll far. Ta- you'll take it. Uh, missed three yes. by the Knicks, and this is starting to uh, this is starting to potentially unravel, even though the Celtics throw it away. So we'll keep you updated. Celtics now minus 400 on the live market. Uh, actually, now down to minus 200 here. I think the Knicks are about to do something, Danny. Uh, about a minus one, one, uh, one and a half favorite, at least on the spread. So, a couple minutes left in overtime. Danny gets a nice sweat here for the final 40 minutes of the show. Looking forward to that. We continue our conference tournament uh, futures looks, as we already have discussed the Big 12 as well uh, as the Big East tournament so far. Let's talk to the Pac 12 now. We, we got Wes Reynolds' opinion earlier on the show. Wes thinking maybe a Washington State long shot could be a play at 20 to 1. But the Pac-12 is a little bit different than some of these other big-time power conference tournaments, Danny, because of how top-heavy the odds are with UCLA and Arizona just playing a a heavyweight bout last night. UCLA goes down early, comes back, ends up winning that game going away at Pauley Pavilion. And how it reflects now into the Pac-12 
conference odds. UCLA plus 110 favorite with Arizona at plus 210. The only other team even in sub 10 to 1 range is USC at 8 to 1, who got a nice win last night on their senior night with UCLA the 1, Arizona the 2, USC the 3, and then Oregon the 4. Those are your four teams who get round one buys. Uh, but Oregon is down at 12 to 1 after that. So I, it's tempting to want to look for a longer shot in a tournament like this, Danny, when you have so, it being so top heavy. Uh, how would you look to tackle this one, given the strengths of UCLA and Arizona at the top there? Yeah, you're right. Like, it's certainly more tempting to go to that direction, but there's a reason why it's so top heavy, right? And, you know, UCLA it would be the pick for me. I love the coaching. I love that defense. I mean, talk about their game last night and how they clawed back, but. Ben at plus 110, I just can't do anything to get involved with them right now. I mean, why would you in a tournament that still, yes, can be volatile, but they do deserve to probably be at that price and to be the favorite. And look, Arizona, I've been kind of talking about them in terms of their championship odds for quite some time, but I just don't know if their defense is going to do enough. And when you're going up against teams that you know this is going to be the third time you play them, uh, they've gotten the best year, right? I mean, especially as of late, if they go up against UCLA. So I, I got nothing here right now because I don't want to trust the long shots, but the odds for the short shots who I do like are not appealing as much. So again, may just have to be a game by game approach, especially if UCLA is your team you like, which I do. So I, plus 110, not really worth locking it up from this point on. Right. And you're getting a pretty favorable matchup too in round one. I mean, UCLA, you're getting the winner of Washington and yeah. Colorado. Arizona gets the winner of Utah and Stanford in the second round in those quarterfinals, it was the meeting last year. And it was pretty similar the way the betting market was laid out a season ago where Arizona was the, uh, the slight favorite in, in that case, since UCLA was more, uh, more of a, a deeper seed than they are this year, projected number one seed, uh, whereas Arizona was a number one last year. But Arizona and UCLA, they met in the conference championship game in Las Vegas. It was won by Arizona. But two years ago under Mick Cronin, UCLA fell flat on their face in a game they had to have ended up barely getting in as a first four team, end up making a run to the final four as an 11 seed. So there's been some con contrasting history here, but with the way UCLA is playing, having one ten straight, that's a team I want to back as we get into the NCAA tournament. It would, it would honestly probably be a good thing for them to lose a game in this tournament. But if you could find an exacta just on, just on a finals matchup, I don't see that offered anywhere, but just to bet UCLA Arizona as like a one, two, as a championship game matchup, that's the way I would play this where it would like really stun me if you did not get that rematch and you would likely be getting a, a pretty healthy price of well over two to one on that, as opposed to the two favorites right now who are each plus two ten or shorter. Yeah, I like that approach as well. And let me ask you this, because you talked about maybe having a loss that actually is beneficial for you going forward. And I agree with that to a certain extent. I'm curious what you think it would be applied to. So like say a top team wins the conference tournament. Yeah, sure. That's great. But would you almost rather have them win it seamlessly or deal with that adversity before March? Because I feel like with top teams, yeah, okay. One way or the other, you still think what you think, but it, to win the conference tournament, you usually have it be more beneficial for those middle tier to lower who continue that spark into the big dance. Right. Right. No. And I, I look for, yeah, if it's an elite team like a UCLA, I, you, you, you want some sort of motivation and something that sure. prevents you from resting on your laurels heading into the tournament. And UCLA has slipped a little bit with, with the defense at times over the last few, you know, few weeks, even though they've won 10 straight, I let Utah score 71 in the rematch there in Salt Lake a couple weeks ago, had the, the high flying back and forth game against Arizona, 82, 73. But I, I just look at it on a case by case basis where with Mick Cronin as a head coach, you know, that's a guy who is as blue collar as they come. You know, he would love to, to be able to, you know, to get some motivation, more added motivation onto his team with how much of a coast job it's been in Pac-12 play. And you think about where UCLA started this year, their, their big two tests and non-conference play were in Vegas. We're at T-Mobile Arena where they're going to play this tournament. And UCLA looked horrible, lost to Illinois on a neutral, lost to Baylor on a neutral in back-to-back -back nights. So it, it's not been the friendliest of buildings to them. That's actually three straight losses at T-Mobile going back to the conference tournament final last year. And remember, we have the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight in Las Vegas this year. And assuming UCLA is, the, is a one seed, they could be coming out here again. So there's a lot at play there when it comes to this, to this tournament. And, and that, that's a really interesting thing to consider just with the venue alone here with where UCLA is going to be playing this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, you know, if you're looking to invest in the futures too, you, you kind of contemplate it that way. All right. Are they going to have a favorable path through the conference tournament? 
is that going to shorten their odds even more so from already relatively a short spot of 12 to 1? Okay, but maybe you think that they get beat later and Arizona gets the best of them and you'll still get a good number. Like, those are all things you kind of got to consider, too, if you're going to the further extent of it. But, yeah, Pac-12, really top-heavy. If you find it, I like what you're saying, kind of doing the exactus yeah. for the championship. Look, I, I could just see it being one of those narratives, right, where UCLA, say they lose again to, to Arizona, yep. <laughs> and it's, well, it's four straight losses at T-Mobile, and then you end up seeing UCLA get to the Sweet 16 that can kind of creep into the narrative, which I believe is a, a completely ridiculous, fagazi, fake thing. And people will talk about that in the buildup. If that's how it ends up working out, if it is UCLA who does get into the West region, but a lot is still up for grabs here. The latest bracketology, at least as of coming into today, a week out from Selection Sunday, does have UCLA as the number one seed in the West region by virtue of that win over Arizona the other night. Arizona uh, has has moved to the two seed in the Midwest. So that could shift, though, depending on how the Pac-12 tournament plays out. Uh, that'll be interesting to watch. We will still give our breakdowns. We'll do the uh, ACC and SEC. Those breakdowns still to come here as we talk all things college basketball conference tournament futures in our final half hour of the show. 121-119, though, Danny. Uh, help take <laughs> us home here. It looks like uh, like the Knicks have, have not gone away quietly, but the Celts get another big bucket. It seems like every time they've needed a basket, They've gotten it down the stretch uh, and, and get another one here on a little shake and bake drive to the basket by uh, Marcus Smart. They start the nice reversal and get a Al Horford three of all people. So that's He's why six to nine from deep. That's bet. why he said every big three. They betting, yeah, betting against or for me rooting against Boston as a as a Milwaukee native. It's just so infuriating because <laughs> that team just fans infuriate you. The team infuriates you every time you watch them and they just find ways to win games. You, you respect them. You admire them, but you also are very annoyed by it at the same time. It really, it's so funny because I'm typically like you, like I was rooting for the Bucks to win that series, but now like a, a rare situation, I'm backing them. And it's like, ah, Al Horford, clutch is always consistent. Uh, it's nice being on the other side sometimes. Hey, if you can't, you know, if you can't beat him, bet on him, I guess is, uh, is the way we right. uh, we approach it here in the sports betting world. Put it so, on a shirt. If, yeah, we will, we will definitely do that. Uh, the, coming to the VEASAN store near you soon. Two more segments for us. We'll talk more college basketball conference tournament futures. We'll also get an early look at the Big Ten bracket as well. That bracket has now been official, as we'll tell you about that when we return. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in final half hour for us here on Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson back with a very sweaty Danny Burke from Chicago. Danny, this game will not end between the Boston Celtics and New York mm -hmm. Knicks. Double overtime, 121-121 with your Celtics plus five and a half and money line uh, in-game bets here. Just when you thought the Celtics were about to pull away, they, they, they just, they, they love the drama. And uh, here we go, double overtime. Knicks take an early three-point lead. So give credit to the Knicks. Again, no Jalen Brunson tonight. Knicks were six and a half point dogs, and yet they have fought tooth and nail with the number two ranked team right now in the Eastern Conference. Look, and the Knicks got to give all the credit, like you said. I, they just refused to back down. And not that it was like a big lead in overtime, but even when you went into halftime and then the momentum switching back to Boston, getting some breaks going their way. And it's been Emmanuel quickly the whole damn game, and he does it again with a dunk. The dude's been unreal. I, this guy's going insane. Isn't he in contention for a sixth man of the year, too? I think he's like the second betting favorite, unless yes. I'm mistaken there. Yeah, and after this game on a national showcase, I mean, I don't know how he wouldn't be close to the favorite then. Uh, his numbers, yes, had uh, just continued to shorten, I would think, after tonight, oh. where, I mean, quickly is, uh, has 36, 8.7 seven, uh, assists and four steals tonight. Malcolm Brogdon, by the way, who was the favorite coming into tonight, is out for Boston. Emmanuel um, no. quickly was plus 150. He's just skyrocketed up the odds boards. I'd have to think that uh, quickly, yeah, that could very easily flip. Maybe not completely on the numbers, but it could be more like yeah, pick them each way after tonight because right. quickly has been on one. And uh, Knicks get up to a four-point lead now in, in a double overtime, 126-122. All numbers have, uh, have come home on the over, at least, to this point. As far as the uh, the live odds, and Danny, you got those those two bets here. Uh, you're sweating out. Knicks now minus one sixty five, uh, minus one ninety five on the live money line there. So let's uh, we'll keep keep tabs on that. This game might never end, but we'll keep tabs on it. We assume <laughs> it will come to an end eventually while we're on the air for the next half hour. Let's go to the SEC conference tournament here, Danny. T a conference that we've not gotten to mention yet, but the odds are out on the futures market for the SEC. Looking at the bracket in 
where this will set up here, you get the the four teams getting the double bye with the Bridgestone Arena site in Nashville, Tennessee this year. Alabama, the one seed with a whole lot of issues going on with the storylines around that team failing to cover in their final three regular season games with Texas A&M, the two, Kentucky, the three, and my alma mater. How about that? The Missouri Tigers, four seed, getting the double bye into the SEC tournament. You have Tennessee, a team that is rated right up there, uh, it, one of the best defensive teams in the country. They're the five seed, get, just get the single bye. And how that reflects now in the odds as I update my uh, my list here, Alabama is still the favorite at plus 150. Tennessee is number two at three to one. Then you go Kentucky plus 450 and A&M at a five to one. Kentucky, like I mentioned, getting the three seed. They will face the winner of, of Vanderbilt and either Georgia or LSU in that quarterfinal matchup. So a lot, a lot of nuance, a lot of different directions you can go with the SEC, especially when you consider, Danny, all the issues plaguing that team at the top in the number one seed with Alabama. That's the problem here. I can't do anything with Alabama right now because I still don't know what the whole mentality of that team is going to be. And even though they've been winning some of these games, it has been far from doing it in a comfortable fashion, Ben. And again, we talk about short prices, especially in more competitive conferences, not something that's going to make me want to take it. So it's going to be a no thank you from Alabama at plus 150. Uh, We've been very vocal across the network, across a multitude of shows and hosts how we have a lack of trust with Rick Barnes in this Tennessee squad, to say the least. They are three to one uh, here at DraftKings. So I would also opt out of that uh, choice with Tennessee. Kentucky plus 450, they've been better. I get it. If you told me you were taking them, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I don't mind looking at the Aggies at five to one. I think Texas A&M is a team with a somewhat favorable draw. If they can get it, they get out comfortably past their first game. I think they're going to be looking in really good shape here, especially if they can keep dominating on the defensive side of the ball. Ben, uh, what do you make of this Aggies team with a price uh, at five? My, to my, I love Texas A&M. My concern is that everybody is going to be on them. It, it feels like the yeah. trendy team for this SEC tournament with how well Buzz Williams squad has been playing. And well, you, you understand it, right? When you go on a, an incredible stretch run down, down the end where, you know, you go on this, this latest area they're on in their schedule, having one eight of nine to end the season where you understand where that love is coming in the betting market and a team that plays really, really solid on both ends of the floor. They're, they're both uh, they're top 26 in both offensive and defensive overall efficiency crash the glass really well. They're ninth in offensive rebound percentage, get to the free throw line, a ton third in the country in free throw rate. There's a lot to like. It's just, you know that that spotlight will be on them as a team that it will be the darlings from the future's perspective. I look at the bracket and I say, you know, if, if you like Auburn, Arkansas, who have been teams very, very up and down, they've shown you flashes. They've struggled yeah. as well at times. If you were to tell me that, you know, Auburn, who's right now an 11 seed and is uh, in the last four buys camp, who will take on Arkansas in that first round. I'm, I'm just pulling up Arkansas's updated bracketology. They're a nine seed. Talk about a Jekyll and Hyde team in Arkansas. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the winner of that A&M, that A&M versus the Auburn-Arkansas winner, that is who the winner of the SEC tournament will be. I'm just not convinced that, uh, that A&M, like, I wouldn't be surprised if A&M lays an egg there and you get a much better price and you get a favorable uh, look at them to make a run in the NCAA tournament because uh, it would really surprise you if a super Jekyll and Hyde team just gets hot for a few, few games like in, like in Arkansas or in Auburn. Uh, that's one of those spots I could see a more longer shot winning and Right now, Auburn, 12 to 1, Arkansas also 12 to 1. It's just good luck figuring out who's going to win that first round matchup. That's my issue with looking at those long shots. Sure. And, you know, I'd probably give a slight nod to Arkansas, but I guess if you do have enough conviction to where you're really confident with, say, between Auburn and Arkansas, all right, maybe you take a flyer on them. And then you could also consider taking a flyer then on another team because the value is pretty. Pretty appealing outside of Alabama at plus 150, I would say. And then if you're already discrediting Tennessee, which a lot of us kind of are, then all right, maybe a nitpick between Kentucky and Texas A&M. And then you got two tickets for this conference tournament at some good value to where you can work around that again with the cashing out, the hedging, all of those things. That may be the best way to go about it with a lot of conferences, but in particular with this one, because there is enough talent where a team can make a run and they're giving you good enough value on them. No, I do. I get it. I, look, I'll say this. I'll be the guy who at least supports Tennessee in this sense. Remember, we had the same conversations about Tennessee last year as an untrustworthy, very True. good defensive team, but we were ready to fade Rick Barnes come tournament time. Well, they went out and won the SEC tournament last year, and it was one of those, those stretches where for the first time you finally got people buying into Tennessee as a legit postseason team. 
only to then be disappointed in the NCAA tournament, right? Like it was the same story again and again. So would it, would it stun me if Tennessee was a pretty favorable draw? They also have a rematch against Mizzou, who they lost to. Remember remember that home loss to Mizzou? Mm-hmm. Tennessee was laying a huge number at home, lost on a yep. buzzer beater. That's a big revenge angle, potentially, for Tennessee in the quarters. And then you would likely get Alabama if that's the matchup in the semis. So I would not be surprised, actually, if Tennessee wins the tournament. I wouldn't bet on them, but I'm not just going to discount them here from the start. I'll, I'll tell you that, okay? And then does that uh, tee up even more so to maybe fade them, then come uh, the actual tournament if Tennessee were to yep. go on this big <laughs> run? Yeah, better, no, exactly. Right? Yeah, I would, not be, I would not be fooled by what we're about to see. So that would be my thought. Uh, as much as I would love my alma mater to make a run, Danny, I just don't see it. Uh, Tigers are so up and down and inconsistent. Uh, even oh, though 25 yeah. to 1 is a nice number. I don't, know you, I don't know how you feel about my Tigers. Well, that's the thing. 25 to one is a really nice price for a Mizzou team that, as you know, offensively can compete with the best of them in this conference, but they're so back and forth. And I don't know. I mean, you kind of, it's kind of funny with Mizzou, much like me with Nebraska. It feels like they'll do enough to like get your hopes up and disappoint you. And they find the craziest ways to lose, but Hey, maybe the luck's turned a little bit. You've had some buzzer beater wins like the one against Tennessee and maybe they do want a a little spur here in the tournament. Yeah, no, for for sure. I mean, Mizzou has been charmed at some of these uh, late game situations this year, which is, uh, which has been pretty wild. So not that I would bet them at 25 to one, but Look, you, you get a Tennessee team likely in round two, and then who knows what to expect with Alabama. Again, Alabama is not covered. The four games since the story comes out about Brandon Miller supplying a gun to his now ex-teammate who was involved in a murder, uh, three wins but in the four games, but zero covers in four for Alabama, and that finally came to an end as they lose right here over the weekend in their final regular season game. So SEC tournament odds, fascinating to see how that all develops at Bridgestone Arena there. In Nashville. Uh, and meanwhile, Danny, in the final uh, 90 seconds of our segment, Knicks yeah. 131, Celtics 127. It's getting dicey for your plus five and a half ticket there, DB. Yeah, and really it's been frustrating because even when the Celtics have played okay defense, they can't box out Mitchell Robinson worth anything. And that's kind of, you know, uh, ironic considering I bet his over rebounds prop, which came home. But and then the refs are calling anytime they are able to get a rebound. So it's really just infuriating on both sides. Look, Tatum needed to make that shot at the end of the first overtime. And now you just got to hope you can get a stop on quickly one more time. And if you can get the dang rebound, it's not looking good for Boston here at this point. It's not even like, I mean, yeah, I'd be disappointed if they don't win, but it's just like, man, I mean, props to the Knicks. They just won't go down. They, they will not. Uh, Boston keeps fighting. Here we go. Two point game. Now Celts within 131 to 129. 25 seconds left in double overtime quickly kicks out. Guy's been amazing. All right. Shot and clock they, violation. Wow, Here Randall we go. Does not get a three <laughs> off. Jeez. I'm, I'm now like, this has actually been a good exercise, Danny. This has prepared me mentally to just, just be agonized over watching every Celtics game come postseason. All right. I'm now mentally prepared just by this game alone. Uh, 22 seconds to go in double overtime and the Celtics oh. have the ball back. What can they do here? Uh, so when we come back, We'll break down the Big Ten bracket now that that is officially out. Last conference tournament to be released. We'll discuss next as we wind down live bet Sunday. Can the Knicks-Celtics game, will it finally end? We'll discuss after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into BetMGM Rewards points you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are back for the final time. A big thanks to the whole crew helping us out here on this edition of Live Bet Sunday. They've been hard at work. It's been an eight-hour show between Wes, uh, between, well, Wes Reynolds was joining us earlier, between uh, Jared Smith, Jonathan Von Tobel, now Danny Burke, winning bets actively from Chicago. I'm Ben Wilson here at uh, Las Vegas at the South Point, where Matt Santos has been our producer behind the glass. Great to work by everybody with now we have Liz Foster, Matt Hicks, our technical directors as well, and Goldstone. Today might have not been able to stay in a while. Great to see Ann back as well. Uh, Aramis Westfall, uh, Kev here as well, uh, helping us out on audio. And uh, while I rattled through all those names, Danny, you were just cashing another ticket there. You go one and one in your overtime there with Boston. They get there on the plus five and a half, but what a win for the Knicks. They somehow survive 131-129 in double OT. So that Celtics money nine does not get there, but you do go three and one in a single game, Danny. So you can't complain too much. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly take that bet. It's just a bummer that uh, the Celtics looked like they had their chance in overtime. Couldn't capitalize on the first one. By the time you got to the second one, yeah, now you're really kind of rolling the dice there. Because the first one, like we said, I mean, again, that's traditionally where underdogs and unders go to die. And yet the Knicks just refused to die. Mm -hmm. That was their whole mantra this game. And that's their whole mantra with this win streak that they're on. But another big thing to consider is literally the big men in this game, Ben. And that's why I liked Mitchell Robinson over nine and a half rebounds. And he proved to be so crucial in that second overtime Legs are getting weary. You're getting guys falling out. But the big man, Mitchell Robinson, if Emmanuel quickly or anybody else was missing shots late in that second overtime, it didn't matter because he was there to get the boards or he was getting fouled attempting to do so. The Celtics were missing Robert Williams, which gave the benefit to a guy like Mitchell Robinson. So in this game, clearly you saw the benefits. And again, what we also have expressed numerous times, you see the benefits of that with true championship contending teams, big guys who are always going to do the gritty work for you and big guys who can go both ways, because let's not forget as well, Mitchell Robinson, a big who can hit his free throws relatively well, knocked down a majority of them late in this game and proved to be the winning factor aside from the dominance of Emmanuel quickly, Mm -hmm. kind of the unsung hero, Mitchell Robinson late in that spot. Yeah. Robinson easily goes over his rebound prop. You almost all the props go over tonight. Uh, I mean, unless you're betting Quentin Grimes, you probably got there over. I mean, the, uh, the quickly 38 points. Eight rebounds, four steals, and seven assists. That guy was unbelievable from start to finish. 54 minutes. He played 54 minutes quickly tonight. Just just unreal. Uh, 29 from R.J. Barrett, 31 for Julius Randle in the win for the Knicks. Nine straight wins. They are now nine and 
actually 10 now and won their last 11 games, both straight up and against the spread, and have won nine straight games. Just an unreal run for the Knicks. Celtics now fall a game and a half back of Milwaukee for that number one overall seed in the East. We still have a few more minutes left, though, in the show, Danny. We've been waiting for these odds to come out all show. They are now out. It's the Big Ten Conference Tournament odds. Let us be the first to bring you the odds. These are courtesy of Bet Rivers. Now, you have to choose Bet Rivers as a bunch of rest of country jurisdictions. So, let's say in Illinois... They're not going to have Illinois or Northwestern, right? In, in those states, same if you go to Bet Rivers in New Jersey, won't have Rutgers on offer. But if you go to Bet Rivers, say in New York, odds on all 14 teams are now out. So those are the fair odds that we'll look at. Uh, first off, Danny, the actual Big Ten tournament bracket, Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana, Michigan State, your one through four seeds who each get the double buy into the quarterfinals. And not a shock to see Purdue a favorite, plus 150 at Bet Rivers in New York, Indiana plus 450. Then you have Northwestern six to one and Michigan State's eight to one. Are you going to look at any of those top four, Danny, or further down the board here in the Big Ten? Uh, I think I'm going to go further down the board here. Actually, Nebraska? there's maybe. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to go that far to with one? GBR, but <laughs> oh, no, no. I think I'm going to go a little. I'm looking at. I don't hate Illinois, honestly, with their path, Ben, because if I'm falling into my notion of not trusting Northwestern, they easily could have a really good path there. And Indiana, again, you know, playing away from home, not totally sold on the Hoosiers. It's not that I love Illinois, but if they get past Penn State, I'm just saying it wouldn't shock me in in terms of them making a run in the value uh, could be tempting. Again, I don't know it because I'm here in Illinois, so you'll have to tell me. But uh, Illinois, Michigan State, and then call me crazy, but Michigan doesn't have a favorable path, Mm. but I think they have the talent to get there. So Illinois depends um, on the price. Illinois, and these are actually moving as as I speak right now. Uh, Wisconsin just moved. So if we go after the first four, Indiana, 10 and a half to one, uh, Indiana, or I should say, sorry, Iowa, 10 and a half to one, uh, Iowa right now, the five seed, they'll play the winner of Wisconsin and Ohio state in a 12, 13 game, Maryland, 13 to one. They play the winner of Nebraska, Minnesota in a six and 11 versus 14 game. And then you go to Illinois and Michigan, each 16 to one right now. So Illinois gets Penn state seven, 10 matchup. A winner faces Northwestern in the two seven. And then Michigan, uh, we, we mentioned how they're in these bubble situations as well. Could not win in overtime over Indiana. They will open the tournament against, actually, they will open the, uh, the second round in an eight, nine game against Rutgers. So look, on the one hand, we talked about potentially fading Rutgers here down the stretch, Danny. They have played really bad basketball as of late. The issue is you're probably asking Michigan for them to get into the, the tournament probably have to run the table and that is going to include a win over Purdue. So if you feel confident in that you're getting 16 to one, but it is a big ask uh, to, to look at that, at least for the path for the Michigan Wolverine side. Yeah. I, I just like Michigan and obviously they have some good size too. So I guess relatively speaking, they can match up with Purdue. Right. And I do like Juwan Howard as a coach, especially in these pressure filled situations where it's essentially a do or die for Michigan, you know, Rutgers, again, you spoke on it. We, we kind of have our finalized thoughts with the Scarlet Knights after today. I like Michigan in that game. And then I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference between Purdue and Michigan that you may think of it just based off the seating number. Again, more so look at the betting number than the seating number in all of these tournaments. But and then too, like maybe I'll just look to bet Michigan like roll it over, right? Take them over Rutgers and take the points with them against Purdue. Perhaps that's a safer strategy. If realistically you think they're not going to get past the quarterfinals against Purdue, but they'll make it close. That may be uh, the more profitable, profitable way to go about it. Uh, what did you say? Michigan state was again, what were their price at uh, Michigan state eight to one right now? And they are the four seed. So they'll get the winner of, so Iowa is the five. Iowa gets the winner of Wisconsin, Ohio state. So you would imagine that's an Iowa-Wisconsin 5-12 matchup and Wisconsin potentially playing for their uh, their tournament lives. Again, Wisconsin in the, the last four in entering today. They survive on the road against Minnesota, have to beat Ohio State. And then if they beat Iowa, you would think that seals the Badgers' fate into the tournament. And that's who Michigan State would face the winner of, likely going to be the winner of Iowa and Wisconsin there, Danny. So Ben also too, like if you get Michigan state and Iowa again, obviously that's going to be an awesome rematch for the game where Iowa just completely came back against Michigan state and then Michigan state really did that against Nebraska, but not as dramatically, but they were shooting lights out in the second half. So you know what they're capable of. We obviously know what I was capable of. 
But I would, I was just the ultimate boomer bust team in this Big Ten conference, and a team that, when it matters in these important games, not a team I want to be siding with. And look, it's not my Husker bias, even though they did beat him again uh, two <laughs> times did. in basketball and in college yeah. football, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, have sorry. to go there for the Iowa. <laughs> out there. Come on, it's been so long. I had to do it, Ben. But uh, Michigan State eight Respect. to one. I do like that. They have a favorable path. I would say. And a good enough team to get it done. I can see it now. Nebraska takes care of business, takes care of business <laughs> against Minnesota in the first round. Beats. Um, hey, Wes Reynolds told us he's looking to fade Maryland, who have been horrific away right. from College Park, Maryland. I could actually easily see Nebraska winning two games in this tournament. Indiana, they've struggled away from Bloomington. All of a sudden, you get Nebraska <laughs> on the CBS semifinals Saturday, March 11th, against. <laughs> Maybe Illinois, very unreliable team in the favorite role this year. Who knows? Nebraska's in the conference title game. They Speak are speaking uh, into existence, baby. Come on, they're they're fifty to one, uh, fifty to one right now. If you would like Nebraska, just saying. Ohio State's uh, also fifty to one. I, Nebraska's much better, a much better chance, at that's least true. legitimately a chance than Ohio State, who's just a dead team walking. But I'll be rooting it into existence for you, Danny. I've, you know, Nebraska probably that. a team. If they get past Minnesota, that will be a bet on with how good Nebraska has been in the underdog role. Uh, and, yeah. and they have, they've been really playing much better, a, a very live dog as of late uh, that 11, six matchup against Maryland. That would be a good one to look to back in all seriousness, the Huskers uh, for this big Ten yeah, tournament. Uh, I'm for excited sure. for that. Danny Burke, I know is excited for the weekend to come uh, as all the conference tournaments get underway. Always a pleasure hanging out with you, sir. And congrats on all the big uh, hits there today. I'm glad I could help you out give you a winner as well Absolutely. that you could cash in on yeah thank you very much it's been a pleasure ben looking forward to next weekend my friend. absolutely and when we're back next time it'll be our special betting the bracket show next sunday night with danny and wes reynolds i'm ben wilson saying so long for our whole crew here at live bet sunday at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more